Image search for e-commerce websites is becoming increasingly important. With Roxana Stingu, Head of Search and SEO at Alamy. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Roxana, what is your number one SEO tip for 2022? Hello, everybody. My uh, number one tip is to optimize your websites for image search. Image search, okay. And why is e-commerce particularly important and relevant for this particular recommendation? Well, if you go on image search and, well, if you go on Google and you do a search for one of your best-selling non-branded product terms, um, you might see some of the bigger brands competing against you. But if you go and do the same search on image search, you might be surprised to see that some of the names appearing are not the big brands you were expecting. And that's because um, images play a bigger role in image search and some of the big brands are not optimizing their images as well as they could. So what does it take to optimize an image? Is it important, for instance, to have unique images on your website? Because I would imagine that a lot of e-commerce brands are maybe taking images from feeds and um, there are perhaps hundreds of other websites that have similar images out there. Is it, could, could that be an issue? Image search is ranking the page, not the image itself, even though it's the image showing up. So you could use the same image as somebody else if your page is better optimized for that image. So it doesn't matter um, if your image is not unique, um, if you're optimizing for that image better than somebody else. I mean, just staying on that point for a second there, um, do, do you think that... If, if there are many websites um, optimizing or do you think that if there are many websites that have the same image um, on them and um, um, everyone everyone's file size is the same, you know, it's, it's obviously exactly the same image. Um, do you think that that could perhaps be an image, a, a, a challenge or an issue at some point in the future? Or am I barking up the wrong tree um, in terms of that being a likely issue in the future? Well, the more the more websites use the same image, the harder it gets to rank for it because competition is bigger. But um, it, it also depends how the image is used. If we're talking about a product image and everybody's using the exact same product descriptions and everything, then yes, it's it's really hard to outrank an original website with the same image and the same text regarding that product. But um, if you're using, because I'm, I'm working in stock photography, if you're using an image uh, in one context and somebody else might be using the same image in a different context, then there isn't any competition because you're going to rank for different things in the first place with the same image. How much traffic is available? I mean, I mean as a percentage of um, overall traffic to an e-commerce site, is image search traffic increasing? And how much by? If you're looking at what um, what Google's done in the past years, and not just Google, because Bing has an extraordinary image search platform as well, you you know something's going on because they've both been investing a lot in bringing all these different future features to image search. It's um it, it's hard to say exactly what percentage, and there isn't as much data around image search as I I would hope for. But um, there's a there's a bit of an older uh, survey that was done by Google in 2019, and it showed that 50% um, of e-commerce users used image search yeah. to help them choose what they want to buy. 
So that was, you know, what, three years ago? Mm. Imagine what it is now with more people using mobile phones. And on your phone, it's so much easier to look at images than actually read text on a page. Okay, okay, that's really interesting. So it's obviously part of the buyer journey. Um, It's some kind of um, research phase that people do as part of the buyer journey, not necessarily the the, the whole aspect of it, um, but, but when people know kind of what they're looking for. Um, it reminds me when I'm doing searches for maybe s- specific products, maybe audio products and or l- little metal fixings that go into microphones or something like that. It's some kind of weird widget and I'm not necessarily sure what it's called, but I know precisely what I'm looking for and the size of it. Um, I'll, I'll search for it, I'll maybe hone down the search, and then I'll take that hone down search and create an image search, and then I'll see the image of what I'm looking for and find out what it's called and then be able to search normally for it. Do you, do you think that's a normal path that people go down sometimes? Um, it is. It is actually. It, it, people have so many different intents um, and reasons why they would use image search. They might be just be looking for ideas so they can upload a picture of a specific pattern and just want to find a bag that uses that pattern or a blouse or something. Um, They might be looking for a specific style. So if you're looking in a magazine, you like a combination of a pair of jeans with with a blouse and you're thinking, I have jeans like that. I just want to find a similar blouse I can buy. Mm. So you're going to do more of an image search than a a text search. And then um, it might be the situation uh, where the one you described, where you know exactly how the product you want looks like. You just want to find who's selling it. Mm And maybe for what price. Um, And then there are people who are just ready to make a purchase. They know exactly what they want, how it looks. They just want to find the place where to buy it from. So, so many different scenarios where you would use image search. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's you don't even think about it when you're doing regular SEO. But um, if you really think about it from the user's perspective and the journey that they go through in order to actually determine what they're looking for, then yes, it's so it's, it's so logical. Is is Pinterest part of this image searching matrix, or is is that an entirely different proposition? Oh, Pinterest shows um, shows up a lot in image search for sure. Um, which I don't know if it's a good thing because um, e-commerce websites are now competing with Pinterest, but I think. Um, search engines and especially Google is smart enough to know what the intent of the user is. If somebody's just kind of browsing images for ideas, so they're still researching, um, I think Pinterest does tend to show up more. But uh, when people are ready to buy, um, the the intent in their queries changes a bit, and that's where Pinterest doesn't show up as much. Right. Okay. So, so it would be great to actually share maybe a few specific tips on how to optimize for image search. Um, so, what what are your general tips in terms of um, file type, file size, file positioning, additional text, where that text goes, and things like that? I, I like you mentioned exactly the things you should. So first of all, um, if you want your image to rank well, you have to give the image the importance it deserves. And that means you should place it above the fold or as high on the page as possible. Because if the image is not the main focus of the page, chances are you won't rank well for that particular image. So it, it, it's all just common sense. It's not one of those SEO um, a te- techniques that says put your keyword first. Um, it's more if that image is important and you want to rank with that page for it, make sure that image has an important place on that page. That's all it is to it. 
And then your images have to be large. So, um, for example, for Discover, Google uh, recommends people to use images that are 1,200 pixels or more if they want to do well in Discover. And actually, the same recommendation works on image search. The larger your image, the bigger chances you have to do well. And then um, I know large images um, can take up hundreds of kilobytes, which is um, a problem for page speed. And everybody will feel the urge to compress their images into oblivion. But please don't, because um, sharp images tend to do better in image search. So um, I always go with the lossless compression. Unfortunately, that's not always satisfying. Uh, and the image file can still come out too big. So if you're worried this um, will affect page speed, then um, I, I'd suggest considering using responsive images instead, which is just a, a different way of adding images in HTML using the uh, picture element. Um, it allows you to give uh, users uh, different image sizes based on their device, and you can even have different degrees of compression. So for instance, if you have a smaller image for mobile, you don't need that to be very sharp because it is going to be very small. You're not going to see a lot of detail, so you can compress more. Um, but you still give search, engine, uh, search engines access to a high, a large and high quality um, image file. So this um, picture element, um, has about 96% global adoption by browsers, which means it should pretty much work for most traffic. But um, if your website depends on um, a lot of traffic from Internet Explorer still, or maybe Opera, these two browsers don't tend to do well with that. Every other browser, perfectly fine. Um, and speaking of uh, browsers and compatibility, you can also look into uh, using different image formats. So for instance, you can use WebP or you can use um, uh, the newer one, Avif. And both of these uh, have the ability to reduce the file size even further, but without affecting the quality of the image. But just um, check browser compatibility because WebP has a 95% global adoption, but Avif is still quite new um, and it only covers about 70% of uh, the browsers and browser versions that are currently in use. I don't believe I've even heard of that image type. Uh, sorry, Aviv, you were saying? Yeah, so it's short for AV1 um, image file format. It's quite new, as I said, but um, it's coming in fast. Wow, okay. And so uh, I think many websites are still using JPEGs. Um, so, so, so briefly, what are the benefits between JPEG, web, web, um, WebP and... Um, Avi. So um, with WebP, you can get about a 25% compression just from the file format uh, without losing the quality you would you would normally lose if you if you did normal lossy compression. So that would be a main benefit of it. With um, Avif, and I haven't tried it yet, so I'm only talking about what I'm hearing, you're supposed to, to be able to compress it even further without losing the quality. So once more people get to use it, we might get better numbers on, on how good it is. But um, it, it's supposed to be even better than WebP. Superb. And you mentioned 1,200 pixels there. What about um, dimensions? Um, ideally, would you be aiming for a square image? 
That that is a very good question, um, and this is something I was I was thinking if I should talk about or not because I personally haven't tested it, and I don't like to talk about things I haven't tried and only heard about. But um, there is a thing that says that Google will prefer certain uh, dimensions of images. So just like you would do with your presentations, you have the 16 to 9 ratio. Mm -hmm. Google would prefer square or uh, rectangular in that ratio as well. Um, And it feels logical in a way because it's easier for Google to show as much of the image as possible in the preset uh, image sizes shown on, on image search results. But um, then again, if an image is really important, would Google uh, not show it just because it doesn't have the the right ratio? So I don't know what to say about that one. After I'll test it, I'll let you know. And one tip that Joy Hawkins shared uh, was to have a square photo near the top of a page. So that's for the conventional SERP because Google are starting to use images as part of mobile SERP results um, next to yeah. the actual um, blue text listing. So in um, in web search, in the conventional SERPs, um, you, can, you can even have smaller images because, as you said, they're mostly used for mobile anyway. So it, it, Google doesn't care to have these big quality images. Um, and yes, if they are square, it's easier for Google to show it because you will know all the information in the image will be visible and they don't need to cut it off. So yeah, makes sense to use square images if that's what you're targeting. So what about the quality of traffic from image search? Does does it tend to convert just as well or is it a different stage in the buyer journey? I think it really depends um, what you use image search for. So for instance, for me in stock photography, we convert way better in image search than we do in web search. And that's normal because people who want to buy a specific photo will use image search to find it. Um, They also use uh, web search just to find websites that might have that specific photo. So um, I guess for e-commerce in a classical way, it's going to be the other way around. When people go to web search, they want to find the websites where they can buy things. So that's going to have a good conversion. When they go to image search, they might just be in their research phase. They're they're trying to see, you know, what um, can they find a product in in the way they were imagining it, uh, and if they can, what which website sells it. Um, so they might end up actually clicking from image search to that website and ending up converting. So I, I'd say the it should still be a pretty good conversion rate from image search. And if it isn't, then something's not working right. Okay, yeah, you've got the wrong images in there. (laughs) You're showing up with your blog and not actually with your product. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. so yeah, so so make sure you have your images associated with your product pages as opposed to your your content pages and your blog. Um, Roxana, we could talk about this for a long time, I'm sure, but um, yeah, many SEOs are thinking about this now and thinking, you're right, I'm not even focusing any time on uh, image optimization. So if an SEO is struggling for time and they think they need to spend more time on what you're recommending, what is something that they could be doing at the moment that's probably not as effective? They need to stop doing to spend more time doing what you suggest. Well. There are many SEO things we spend time with that don't necessarily have um, that return on investment, right? Um, and uh, I think one of the most recent examples is we, we've, as an industry, we spent so much time optimizing our titles for our pages, and then Google just went and rewrote those however he wanted, kind of proving there's no point wasting a lot of time in doing that. 
So maybe we can uh, we can take a break from that. I'm not saying never do it again, but just maybe take a break and optimize some um, alt text or um, some some image file names to make a more descriptive and help those images um, do better. Absolutely great advice. Well, you can find uh, Roxana Stingu over at alami.com. Roxana, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2022. Thank you for having me. Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at seoin2022.com.